Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 99 of the Anime Brothers today. I'm JD, and I'm here with Earthworm the Mighty. And it's 99 problems, but not for uh, Earthworm, because he's got a bunch of characters he wants to tell you that he loves. Yeah, I got 99 problems, and half of them are my waifus. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> I'm expecting half waifus or half females, at least. And you said, you know, it will surprise you. And um, I, I think like, I, I mean I surprised myself in some of this, but uh, as you you know, you probably read the title of this. I am Earthworm, and this is my top fifty anime characters of all time. Of all the, time, the best in my opinion, and you know, my favies, my yeah, favorites, my favorites. And he's gonna try not to say five minutes about every single character because he loves them all so no damn much. <laughs> no, no, I, it's but gonna yeah. be hard. I'm still doing my list, and it's difficult. Um, so yeah. for real, like I guess if you want to take this as the definitive list, and you want to get mad or like <laughs> get, then that's cool, man. Like from go what ahead. you've seen, though, I'm, you don't know all the characters. Yeah, you know, yeah, so but like see. I'm opening, I'm opening the shit up. If you want to roast me, uh, get get down and dirty. Go ahead and feel good about roasting me. That's cool. That's Especially cool. in the Discord. But Let I also, out. I you know, I, I this is a, most of these characters can be like within a couple numbers of each other. Yeah. You know, I what I did to my criteria is I tiered all the I, I wrote down the fifty best characters I could think of. Mm-hmm. Tried to divvy them up. Our rules were no more than three per series. Yeah, so, so you only can get three characters in one anime series, which for the long running ones, that's very difficult. Yeah, you can't for, have Naruto, Rock Lee, fucking Oh Shikimaru, my god, don't even get me started. Kakashi, Sasuke, no, no, Sasuke, you gotta... <laughs> he wouldn't be on there. No, no, he's he's a shit character. Okay, well Itachi. Oh, I fucking love Itachi. Yeah, big Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> big Sasuke. No, Sasuke ain't that bad, but he's not my top 50 worthy. So No, that's fair. But uh, yeah, so tried to divvy it up between most of the anime I've seen, at least the ones I've liked, and tried to throw at least one character in. So, you know, if you want to get mad, it's your God-given right, but also don't get mad at me. I'm just doing my best. Just doing your best. But uh, before we get to the list, we usually like to see what's going on, anything new and all that stuff in our exciting lives <laughs> so I heard you got some new sh- new shit you're into right now. So why don't you let me know? Yeah, I kind of kind of came out of left field, but uh, I've been in. I've been kind of going on a horror movie. Oh, he wants to binge. see some death. <laughs> <laughs> so not real. I don't know. So um, let me just kind of roll back the time and let me let me give you the timeline here. So I watched this video. Um, our, our pal Robbie he he had recommended it to me a while ago, mm-hmm. and then I saw it come up on the YouTube algorithm. It uh, it's by Super Eye Patch Wolf, and it uh, says what the internet did to Garfield. Oh, I love that guy too. He's a good YouTuber. I'm telling you, if you, if I can convince you to watch an hour and a half YouTube video, this is the one. Only if you watch an action movie with me. Deal, honestly, because this is worth. <laughs> Deal. I got okay. him, guys. Have you ever seen like Garfield? But he's this like crazy abomination creature. No. Okay. Th- when you were talking about it earlier, I'm like, you mean Garfield from the comic books, the cat? And- yeah, 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 the cat. Um, so it's like Eldridge Garfield. Either way, it, there's a whole subreddit called "I'm Sorry, John," that's dedicated to to shit like this, and and Mr. Eyepatch Wolf breaks it down like crazy. How, why? I just. I- this doesn't sound like horror though. But it kind of is because they turn Garfield into a, like a horror monster like some cosmic horror thing that you get some escape inescapable being does it eat you it's here to kill john arbuckle who the hell's john arbuckle the guy in the oh comics jesus okay it's i'm telling you man i cannot explain it everybody go to super eye patch wolf he's fucking got a million subscribers on on youtube he's easy to find look up look for his video on garfield it will it will not disappoint shit is outstanding either way so that got me into the idea that like oh 
this like cosmic Lovecraftian horror type shit is pretty neat. Mm -hmm. So I've been kind of looking for movies that fill that kind of uh, existential dread, hopelessness feel. Okay. That that you get from. Are these you gonna now watch horrors. Devil Man Cry Baby? I might. You should watch that anime. If you're feeling this way, go with it now. This is perfect time. Okay. All right. But I'm just adding that on the side. Sure. But uh, to to I guess in 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 an anime sphere to kind of describe the uh, the kind of shit that I'm looking for as far as movies go, the best thing that I think we've seen, the closest thing is is kind of the the eclipse from Berserk. Oh yeah, that How, was that's some yeah, just yeah. kind of that aesthetic, but think more tentacles. You want more tentacles? Okay, and that's You want more tentacles? Well, and that's another thing. There's H a hentai. You know who H.P. Lovecraft is, right? Yes. He, he first of all, he was a piece of shit, but his the the ideas he was working with were kind of neat. But yeah, he he hated the ocean, so he drew a lot of tentacles into his monsters. Yes. And I am also here to tell you that uh H.P. Lovecraft might be the first hentai author. In this <laughs> essay, I will. <laughs> I will explain further. Yeah, so um But either way, I've just I, I I've been into I've been watching some horror movies to kind of fill this this thing. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty cool though, because like I haven't wanted to feel vulnerable recently for a yeah. long time, and now like horror movies make you feel vulnerable. That's, that's and you're their starting appeal. to enjoy it. Yeah, I'm kind of digging it. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm actually terrified. Fuck me hard, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the wrong kind of movie. <laughs> I know, my bad. Oh man. Um. So anything else? Uh, no. And honestly, I think that's about it. Okay. I haven't really been playing video games. I don't think I've watched much anime. Just I horror have movies. <laughs> I have been watching a lot of anime. Okay, talk to me. Well, no, it's mostly because we officially did the sort of seasonals. We got uh, sort of seasonals and got through a lot of them. And I'm pretty much almost done Kaguya-sama Love is War because I was able to use Funimation. Hype. Thanks to a, a buddy of ours, Billy. Um, and I also got to watch all of the Patriot Moriarty, uh, that one from okay. Funimation. Yep. So I got that done. So it's just been anime, anime, anime whenever I have the free time. So I'm not doing anything spectacular, but uh, that's all. Uh, the anime watching is going hard right now. Absolutely. And I never made this announcement okay. on uh, the podcast, but I, I told one of the people we have listening, Bob Mann, that I'd keep him in the loop, and I want to make it known here on the airways. I am a two-time fantasy champion. In football, I won in two leagues, and you're damn right, your boy took it. And I'm really, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be getting a shirt that says two-time fantasy oh, champion. Should I get one that says three-time? Yeah, you can, you can do three-time. Okay, but I have more championships than you now. I counted because of my other years. How many do you have? I have five. Shit, I might only have four. Yes, I know because when I had four or three, you were like, I have four. I'm like, you yeah. son of a. And then I got two this year. Because so I won really... in that league we did with the guys we play flag football with. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. But Wait, it feels good. Times are times have been rough, but yeah, it does, <laughs> times it does, have been rough. It does feel you were getting vulnerable. That's Bro, why the best part about winning any like sports fan like fantasy yeah. league or whatever is you get like six months to not have to worry about it and just be the best. Yeah, and tell like, you don't have to do a fucking thing. You I can, don't need to hear any advice. I already beat you. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know i'm i'm kind of good at this uh but yeah other than that just been working that over time so i got nothing else really big going on in my life okay all right but uh yeah so other than that i think it's time because this list is going to take a while it uh, probably will i think it's time to give us your uh favorite 50 characters uh for anime okay of all time. Um, I'm, I'm just about ready i just want to say if you haven't heard we're doing the weekly attack on titan episodes oh attack on titan Yes. And, uh, you know, just to make sure that I do this, by the time you hear this episode, there will also be another extra episode 
where I sat down and talked about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure oh, yep. with uh, the Strictly series and uh, a couple people from Otaku Host Club, Jeff and Dan. Um, sorry, Amelia. <laughs> you just wa- you didn't watch the JoJo's. It's about the I, final season too, right? It's, everything it's up about to Stone everything. Ocean. Everything JoJo's, not including the manga. We stayed away from any manga things that we knew. I was to say, did you have spoilers in the show? Uh, yes, definitely. If you haven't yeah. watched JoJo's, I probably wouldn't recommend uh, listening to the episode unless you just don't care. I mean, I have said it. JoJo spoilers are like they really don't give much away. Are you sure? I think so. I remember some of them. You, yeah, but still, I mean, like, a character death is one thing, but, like, some of the shit just still doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to, to shout out those extra episodes. People go back in case your your podcast platform's like, nah, just the newest shit. Don't worry about the, the old stuff. The newest shit, yeah. Apple Podcast does that to me. It's like, don't worry about the old shit. Oh, yeah, it puts up the new stuff every single yeah, minute. Yeah, I, I miss episodes all the time, so just letting everybody know we're moving on. The best 50 anime characters Ooh, of yeah. all time. Not my best, the best. I'm just kidding. Show me no. nothing but a good time. <laughs> that song was I my ringtone th- in high school, like freshman yeah, year. Yeah, I know it was. Mine's still the Wonder Years. I, that That's way better. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's un- 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 outstandingly okay, better. Okay, so I'm ready to write down, because I'm going along with you, because I kind of want to roast you. Oh, the, okay. Comes down all, right. To all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, okay, so I guess we're gonna we're gonna start at fifty, work our way down yep. to number going one. from the last to the first when it comes to your top fifty characters. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, at number fifty, we have uh, from Girls Un Panzer. Yeah, I knew <laughs> I called ta- it. Takebe, I think Takabe. I'm not exactly sure either way. <sighs> so this one, there's a reason that she's at number fifty. Uh, the Girls Un Panzer girls were definitely a good ensemble. It was hard to um, it was hard to pick out like my favorite but i think she was she was kind of the the popular girl i guess and out you of like the, group. the popular girl i guess i don't know she was got it's hard to explain she was the most kind of into boys and like into pretty stuff like everybody else had their own like personality quirks and she was i don't know she was just a popular girl i don't know yeah but either way she was very cute um and cute is going to be a factor yeah probably probably my favorite out of the five gotcha so that that is number 50 we'll move on quickly uh, we have number 49, uh, Erika Shinohara from Wolf Girl and Black Prince. Really? Yes. Hold on. I need to take a drink of water. I'm, I'm getting dry mouth. Already? Apparently so. Apparently so. Oh. Um, I'm cursed. <laughs> so yeah, Erika from Wolf Girl and Black Prince. I want to shout out Danny from Anime Summit for recommending this to me. Uh, the anime was the animation wasn't all that outstanding. I hated the fucking main guy. Uh, like, he was I, a dick. I, I hated that fucking guy. Uh, but there, there's a reason like I hated him so much because I really, really resonated with the main character Erica. She was just a very normal person. You know, she just wanted to fit in. Uh, had I don't know. It's all right. It's I, they did not. Normal. There wasn't. There's like something a, there. There wasn't a whole bunch. I don't know. Just a very normal girl. A very relatable. Kind of like a self-insert for a lot of people. I, I can see it being that. Yeah. Um, but way better than the, like the stupid harem guy MC. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, Erica, you are number 49. At number 48, we have Sentaro Kuabuchi from Kids on the Slope. Mm. And if I could uh, say one thing about Sentaro, it is uh, Daddy. Daddy. No, I just, he's uh, it's a music anime about jazz. He is the drummer in this little jazz ensemble. Uh, first of all, I love playing drums. It's one of my favorite things. And watching the animation and watching him jam is, is great. And uh, yeah, he, I think he's really when I realized I had a thing for tall, broad-shouldered anime boys. Mm-hmm. 
his uh, I don't know something about watching him be like a delinquent in street fighting. It's the sixties vibe. Him, you do him like that with Yusuke too. Yeah. 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 Um. So and uh, <clears throat> shit, man. It's just a very emotional anime. So I, I found myself getting attached. So uh, Centaro, number forty-eight. Got it. All right, we're going back. We're going on the nostalgia train here. Um, but I had to include him. Uh, just because he's been with me for so long. Number 47 is Gohan from Dragon Ball oh, Z. Oh, he does have Gohan in the list. Uh, there are better written characters in Dragon Ball Z. There are cooler characters in Dragon Ball Z. Yep. There are... There's Character depth that goes a little bit farther. In everything, there. yeah. But Gohan was my favorite when I was a kid, and that's he's just stuck with me. Teenager uh, Gohan was the best, too. Teen so. Gohan was really cool. Uh, it just... He's my boy. And... If if it was done right and there wasn't such ravenous fans for Goku, it would have been a different story. It, it wouldn't have been that big a deal. Yeah, uh, we would have had Gohan move on. That show might have ended, but Gohan would have been the final hero. I would have taken that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just he's he's my boy. He's always been there since I was a wee lad. Like you <laughs> wanted to play Goku, and I think that's why we ended up being such good friends. Because like I like Gohan, I'm like I like Goku. Do you want to be best friends? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Every, Wanna do karate in the garage? Fuck yeah. Well, every other kid was like, I want to be Goku. And then you were like, are you fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be Goku? You who the fuck you can do be you think you are? How about that? You can be the father of Gohan. Yeah. So, uh, Gohan, I love you, my boy. Yep. So, number 46 on my best anime characters, we have Charmy from Black Clover. Mm, love Charmy. Is. Charmy. I love it, dude. Um, I actually have a few other Black Clover characters on the list, so she is not my number one Black wow, Clover character. Wow, they made character. your top list. Okay. But yeah, she just, she's fucking awesome, dude. She is this bubbly ass girl who loves eating sweets and a lot of food. She has sheep chefs. That's part of her magic. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it, it, it's fucking great, dude. She's yeah. one of my favorite parts about watching Black Clover. I smile every time she is on screen. I like that. And she actually had some like pretty badass moments later on in the series. She went from being this completely side character to... <laughs> I can get things done. Yeah, no, she fucked some shit up. And a uh, special shout out because she is the character inspired by the author's wife. Oh. So, yeah, that that's saying something. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are we at? Number 46. Next, number 45. Mirio. From My Hero Academia. There he is. Yeah, yeah he's my boy, man. Uh, I, they're, again, better written characters in My Hero. I'm willing to admit that. Uh, Bakugo has the subtlest character development. You wouldn't even know it's there sometimes. Until someone points it out and you're like, eh, yeah, I guess you're right. I will agree Kirishima's best boy, but uh, no, Mirio's my guy. If for no other reason, it's because he is fully willing to fight with his his penis just swinging in the air. Oh, he doesn't care. He knows he has to do it to get the job done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not. Uh, he's not afraid. He beat the entire. He beat the piss out of class one A, all without pants on. That <laughs> that gets you a spot on top fifty. If you can beat the hell out of the entire main cast while not wearing a single piece of clothing, you're on, buddy. You won that one. You'll, a, you'll, you'll lose that battle. You'll lose that <laughs> battle nine times out of ten. Consider this a fucking warning. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Sorry, wrong person. Who's the right person? <laughs> okay. Um, uh. so yeah, Mirio. Cool. Number 45. Number 44. We have Subaki from Soul Eater. And she is just uh, she's the sweetest thing ever. She's uh, the uh, weapon. Because Soul Eater, they have like the people and the people that can turn into weapons and yeah. be wielded by the other people. Yeah, she's uh, she's wielded by the uh, resident Naruto of the group, except Black Star is so much worse. He's like, they looked at Naruto and were like, all right, let's take all the annoying traits of him 
and really, really turn those up to eleven. Really give him really that's crank all he's that got shit for, up. Yeah. Like he, he's I wouldn't like him. But like she sticks with him even though he's an annoying asshole. Uh she has her own arc at the end where she kind of those deals with some family shit and it's it's I love seeing the meek, mild mannered girl come up and be like, No, no, no. I'm gonna take care of my stuff now. You want you think you can fuck with me? No. I've seen some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 gonna deal with you in the only way I know how. By whooping your ass. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Subaki definitely earns uh, number 44. Fair enough. Also, I know you know this, but feel free to just yell at me whenever you want. I'm good so far. Most of, most and of you're going in sense. depth for every character, so I can't really just be like, oh, that's a meme. <laughs> see? So, see? I don't have... Mine's going to be very simple, I didn't, that's my name. I didn't meme a lot. I, 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 I won't even lie to you. I'll give you, I'll right. give you a sneak peek. Speedwagon's not on this list. I know. I love Speedwagon, but so he's what's forty three? Forty three. Um, let's see. We got Kugasaki oh. from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, and uh, I put her above Subaki. I I flip flop them a little bit because they're both female characters. Both strong female characters. Both wonderful waifu choices. Uh, but Kugasaki has a lot more anime to come, and I'm already enthralled with her character. Especially at the last ending episodes. Like, yeah. Yeah, the last episodes showed how much of a badass she can be, but I love seeing the moments where she gets kind of girly, if when you will. When she wants to go shopping. She goes shopping, when she's running, or when she's being goofy with Itadori. Like, that she's just such a... She has so many. She gets angry too. Yeah. She has so many different angles to her character. They they didn't look at her and say, "All right, you're only the badass, angry girl." Yeah, she's you're a, the quiet, soft spoken type. Yeah, yeah, there's so much more to her than than just being the edgy one. Yeah. I like it, dude. I'm I'm in, and I cannot wait to see what they do with her character. Let's see, what are we looking at now? Forty two. Forty two. All right, you're gonna like this one. Mm. Um, and you might be a little confused at why, but Byakuga Ishigami from Doctor Stone. Senku's dad, bro. Yeah, he made an impact on your life. So I wouldn't have him on my list, but it's something like fathers believing in their sons. It in the future, you're just like you, mm. I love Senku. I really do. Um, but Senku I think, is important to me. But I we've like talked him. about it. I think he definitely benefits by the. He cast He has a huge him. cast, and it's great. The few episodes yeah. with Senku just by himself were only okay, but it really got good. That's kind of how I feel with Rudy from. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that, that, and that's a completely fair, um, fair feeling, but. Byakuga, man, he put all of his faith in, like I've said it, I said it in our episode, go go listen to it if you haven't about Dr. Stone, 3,000 year bet on your son, and you're, you didn't know anything about him, you didn't know he where he got frozen, he could have gotten destroyed because a plane came and crashed down. Yep. He could have never had bat guano dripping on his forehead, and it could have ne- <clears throat> never could have happened, um, but he said, I have faith in, in my boy Senku, and like, uh, you know, Paul had faith in Rudy. And that wasn't quite as faithy, you know? No, no, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, Biak, damn, dude. I get you. What a baller. Uh, so yeah, he deserves a, a spot on the list, even though he played such a small part. It was a, it, He's the foundation for Dr. Stone, it's man. It's never been the same. <laughs> so uh, number 41, we have Migi from Parasite the Maxim. And he is the alien that takes over, well, not takes over, but <clears throat> shares a body with Shinichi. Okay. And it's been a while since you watched it's it. It's been a while. Uh, Shinichi probably would have had a spot on this list if if I would have rewatched it. Yeah. But Migi, man, he just stuck with me. He's you. So you know Kyube from from uh, Madoka Magica. Yeah. Similar mindset. Just just all all logic. Like, I love what, it. 
Why don't you just kill that thing? It's in your way. Because he's a fucking human, bro. You can't just do you that. You can't just kill things. I can. It's yeah, easy. like why not? Yeah. You can. You should. But as the show progresses, they they start to the human and the alien start to take on each other's traits because they're sharing a body. So the alien starts to become a little more human. He starts to get empathy and emotions while Shinichi starts to become a little more fucking ruthless. Yeah. And I don't know, Migi, man, he's just this kind of it's weird he's always there and you don't like him at first but then he becomes a, a nice little companion you're like i'm i'm gonna miss you so much if you ever leave me <laughs> i i don't think that's a spoiler i don't remember what what happens to migi at the end but it's all right yeah he's he's a homeboy so next up number 40 oh claire claire from the claymore that she's actually i thought she'd be a little bit lower but you know yeah i i thought about putting Teresa too but Claire is Claire oh, is. Oh, so main Teresa character. didn't make it, but Claire did. No, Teresa did not make oh, it. Oh, okay. I'm happy with that. I thought you were gonna do because of, you know that little bit of episodes of Teresa from the faint smile. You're gonna be like, yeah. yeah. No, I think Claire definitely benefited by the little part of the manga I read. Oh, there's yeah. more. You get to see more of Claire's resolve. Definitely, like if it wasn't high enough in the anime already, she continues to be just a never-ending force. Just when she when she sets her mind to something, she's gonna do it. Yeah. Um, like like attacking Priscilla for what she did, like finding Rocky, all this shit. I love it. And I would I will say though, there might be other characters I like better than Claire, but I, Claymore suffers from they all look so much alike that it's hard to differentiate which one did what. Yeah. So um, but I loved Claymore, and you know whether or not she's my favorite from that show, Claire deserves Claire deserves this. Yeah. She's insane. I will not argue that. I know you wouldn't argue it. She's uh she's a waifu for you. She's uh she's up there. Okay, let's see. Thirty nine. Mm. Chika Fujiwara. Ah, there she is. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the ones I think are gonna be on the list, but I'm just surprised that they're actually pretty far up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm, I I told you. I think this list is gonna is gonna surprise you. If nothing else, but not the characters, but where they're where they're slotted. But uh, Chika Fujiwara, thirty nine. Mm. Chika's simply just fun. Yeah, she is just a fun, fun little friend. Yeah, no, I would I would love to hang out with Chika. No matter what we did, playing video games, touching butts, whatever, dude. Touching I don't care. Butts. Touching butts, bro. <laughs> but yeah, just she's she brings the comedy to that show. She is the foil to the the death notey battle that is yeah the the, that the is lame Miyuki part for and me. Kaguya. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, she she is just fun, bro. You, I can I challenge you to find a more fun character than her. Go well, ahead. Well, I I don't know. I do like uh, Najimi from Comey Can't Communicate. I already think that's better. Yeah, he's pretty cool. And they're both pink-haired people, you know. Think about huh. that. They make the blue-eyed, pink-haired people be the comedy. There's an essay here. There, <laughs> We will get to that later at 11. <laughs> There's an essay here. Okay. Number 38. Chrome from Dr. Chrome. Stone. Uh, yeah, dude. Chrome, uh, he really shined in the second season. Uh, I wasn't hyped about the second season. When he faked to his first. death. When coughing up blood. Oh my god. That dude. was good. His ingenuity just he <laughs> he showed such resolve such and, growth yeah, as a yeah. scientist in such short time. Like Senku had his entire life to learn this shit. Chrome has really just learned in the past. He's what, advanced for year his time. That's why Senku likes him so much. Yeah. He's he's such a good boy. Mm -hmm. God damn, dude. Chrome, uh I love Senku, but Chrome Chrome was my favorite, man. I think Chrome's gonna end up being the hero of Doctor Stone. I'm gonna say that right now. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't blame that. I it's mean, better than his other friend. Can we just talk about the, uh, real quick, the scene where he had the glasses and Senku's like, oh, those aren't the kind of glasses that's going to start a fire. 
but he got the water in the lens. Yeah, he because, got, and he, he never got, got told that. That was during the fight. Yeah. My boy just figured it out. It's like, come on, bro. <laughs> come on. Come dude. on. Ahead of his time. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, sure. Chrome's my boy. Chrome, number 38. Number 37, L from Death Note. Oh, okay. Uh, I was rooting for L the whole time. Uh, yeah, I, I'll admit it. I, I team L all day. Baby. Team L, you're like fuck. Uh, light. I love him, man. He's snacking. He's got terrible posture. He's just he's very much a self insert for me. Except I'm not that smart. If you were a detective ruthless. that was going against another, yeah. But yeah, dude. Um, I I was full blown like let's go L. In 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 when you get into that battle of minds, when you get sucked into that, you get attached to whoever you're 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 fucking, rooting for. You're rooting for me. And you my gotta part- smart the other guy, man. Me and my partner had f- kind of almost arguments about L or Light. She's like, I'm like, God, I hope this guy dies. She's like, What? Like, no, <laughs> fuck you. She's like, like, no, don't fuck even you. defend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, dude, L, man, like one of the most interestingly written. I don't know if best written is the correct word, but one of the most interesting characters ever written in manga and anime, dude. Mm-hmm. Just so cool. And he came around, just to speak of his legacy, he came around at the perfect time. Every alt teen in the 2000s was like, yes, Everyone this is had my his guy. God damn. So yeah, dude, mm, L, you, you got done dirty, my boy. <laughs> um, but you get number 37 on my list if that's any. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's okay. We're almost at the halfway mark. That's okay. And I'm not one of those guys who's like, Death Note's the best fucking anime ever. No, it's, it's not. pretty good. It's but L right. was the best goddamn part about it. Fight, I'll fight you on that. I'll fight you on that. <laughs> uh, number 36, we have Revy from Black Lagoon. Oh, see, this is going to be a little different than mine. Okay, I bet Revy's going to be a lot higher on your list. Yeah. And I don't blame anybody. Um, which I forget what, uh, 36, I, I think that's respectable. It's in I, there. Revy, it's again, she's a different kind of fun than Chica. Yeah, she's Rev- the fun I'd like. <laughs> Revy is that like dirty, you feel like you just committed crimes fun because you did just watch her commit a lot she of crimes. She probably shot up a bar too. But she's she's nuanced though. That's the best part. Like she has this crazy When she hangs out with kids and you realize, you know, at heart she's kind of a kid. Yeah, no, she's uh she's never had a childhood, so she has that kind of, you know, kid at heart minus the the weird part that can come with that shit, you know, yeah, the Michael yeah. Jackson like shit. <laughs> <we don't> like... <laughs> None of that, but um she really cares. Like she has a strong, I don't know if moral codes the way, but like when when Rock kind of tries to tell her that what she's doing is wrong, yeah. she stands up and she's like, "Look, man, it might not be right, but fuck you." I've seen people die because of the way you think. Yeah, you know, everyone's just trying to tell me that's like very naive thinking. Yeah, like you can look at Revy as just what what was her fucking nickname? Oh shit, I should have remembered that. It was some like gunslinger nickname or whatever. Like you can look yeah. at her as just like this because cre- she, her guns had nicknames and stuff. Yeah. Like that. You can look at her as just this crazy gunslinger, but like Revy was, Revy was a tortured person who was just trying yeah. to get through every day, mm-hmm. and I respect that about her. And she's like, there's a certain kind of hot that only Revy can encapsulate. And if only it was new animation, that perfect ass. that <laughs> Revy's ass plus 4K. I'm telling you guys, you'd be giving it a 10 out of 10. The internet is going to burn if this happens. I'm telling y'all. Uh, all right, where were we? We're at 35. Okay, this call it re- recency bias. I don't care. Oh, no. We got Rujard from uh, Mashoko Tensei. Oh, yeah. He's going to make it on the list. If make, You know what? Maybe it's just because the beautiful fight animation and he's a spear user. That doesn't hurt. But I don't. I like... He he's reminded, got like that Zhao Yun type of pride. He reminded me of a modern day Piccolo. There's a lot about jobless reincarnation that reminds me of Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, you feel like you're going through the adventure again. It's like Piccolo without him ever hating Rudy. Like Piccolo hated Goku. It's maybe it's the bald head, maybe it's the <laughs> stature. I don't know. But Rujard, man, he's, he's great. 
He's he's your favorite character, right? Yep, you said that yep, pretty much. And next to Eris, they're pretty close together. Eris is fucking awesome, dude. Maybe I'm maybe <laughs> you didn't I'm even just put hurt. Eris down, did you? No, maybe uh, I maybe I'm just hurt. Honorable because mention. Of, like Rudyard left on good terms. Yeah, don't blame her. I, okay, I don't want to. She's I don't got the weight really of the world on her shoulders. I don't want to really spoil okay, stuff. Yeah. Um, so either way, I was left mildly hurt by decisions made by certain characters. Okay. Um, but Rudyard, man, like he's he feels like such a big brother figure to me. You know what I mean? Am I? Do you feel no, that? No, no, I feel that. I, <laughs> okay. I was connected to. Him. I really like his character. Uh, Every time he was like, get, "See, I'd just talk about jobless again." Let's go. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Before we start spoiling a relatively <laughs> new anime, we don't want to do that to the people. Um, Rudyard number thirty-five, well deserved. Number thirty-four, we have Kana from Dragon Maid. Oh yeah. She uh she might be my only lolly. I think so, but she's definitely not like sexualized. A lot. My whole thing is this. Eventually, I know I'm going to be forced into watching it, and I just don't see myself enjoying it that much. I think Dragon Maid's funny enough to where you at least... But you got a character in here, so it must I, be... I have a couple characters oh, in here. Oh, okay. So uh, they must be really good characters. They really are, dude. They're, Kana's just the cutest goddamn thing. She really is, man. She's a just... So she's a dragon, obviously. There's yeah, all I'm, these looking, pe- I'm going to look her up right now. Yeah, look her up. She's adorable looking. Um... She's the the deadpan monotone lolly. She fits that. Oh yeah, that one. Yep, yep. Okay. And she's cute as hell. She's a dragon, so she has like all this power, but she just wants to be a kid. And I like characters who have the power to destroy worlds, but choose to be innocent instead. And so she's going to school. She's it going on little adventures. She's with- exiled from her world as cost. Con- consequence of her pranks yeah she's just trying to fuck around she's the god in in she's portrayed as i think she's like eight maybe nine nine okay there you go so she's hanging out with other nine-year-olds and like this is some other dimensional being who can harness the power of electricity and she's these kids are like oh you want to go look for ghosts and she's like yeah she she, like if i've said it before she documents the manhole covers yeah yeah because she wants to it's co- uh, melts my heart, bro. Kana, dude, forty-four, uh, thirty-four, yeah, thirty-four. Okay, all right, my bad. So now we're moving on. Thirty-three. We got Yami from Black Clover. Yami, another boy that could be described as oomph daddy. Ah, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I love Yami. He he fits that character of, you know, he's had his shonen adventure already, and now he's the mentor. Kind of like a Genkai, she already had her fucking dark tournament days, and now she's mentoring Yusuke. Fuck. <laughs> Genkai didn't make the list, but oh honorable mention. God. No. You had her win the sensei fucking contest. Basically, one of your favorite teachers, and it didn't even make top 50 list. Yeah, I fuck- I'm going to be angry for the listeners. Yeah, honestly, she is, she's a, a good example of I didn't want to have too many people from the same anime. I, I think I only picked two from... From Yu Yu Hakusho, but that—that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry. We're talking about Yami from Black Clover here, okay? Uh, but Yami, he's this mentor who you know has already had this epic shonen adventure, and he acts like it. He's just—he's the only guy who's willing to give this group of misfits a shot. So he has like this—this this moral, not like high ground. He's just a better person than all these shitty classist mages out here who are like, you can't use magic. You're not from a noble family. You're a piece of shit. Yami's like, dude, you're cool. All right, like I'm gonna kind of abuse you because I'm your teacher and I need stuff, but I'm gonna give you a home and love you because you're cool. Yeah. Okay. If he see he sees 
intrinsic value in in what people can do. It's yeah, kind and of he shits on the toilet a lot, right? He does yeah. take poops a lot. See, I relate with that though. That I kind of like. That. I feel you, dude. Sometimes you just want to hang out and not be bothered. But he continues to be dropped in on, whether it be a portal or just somebody smashing yeah, through the wall. It's not fair. Poor guy. Yeah, but uh, Yami, dude, he's he's just such a badass. Like some people made it on for sheer cuteness and badass factor. Yami gets the sheer badass factor. I feel you. How's your mouth doing? I'm talking so much, <laughs> and I can feel my lungs being like, "With time to clear, good <laughs> sir." <laughs> Oh, let's take a breather. Yeah, we're not uh, even halfway yet. Let's hear from our sponsor, Surfshark VPN. We're not actually being sponsored by them, but this is me putting out the feelers. Eh? How you, how we're you doing? We're sponsored by Benadryl. Get your freak on. <laughs> <laughs> you made me laugh so hard, I'm coughing. <laughs> Why did... What the fuck? Get your freak You better keep on. that. Benadryl, get your... Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. Back into game mode. 32. What do you got? Um, all right. Again, call it recency bias. I don't care. 32. We have Comey from Comey Can't Communicate. No, that's that makes sense. She's gorgeous. I relate to her. Uh, the social anxiety that she goes through and how she's still trying to persevere through it, it leads to some of the funniest situations ever, dude. The walks in. The fucking all their the quiet ramen guys hilarious. Like, yes. I'm, I I love the comedy in this. Not without Comey it being ordered. sexualized, it's great. <laughs> Comey ate a whole meal while trying to get <laughs> like that to poor hang girl doesn't know how to say no. Nope, and it's like I've been. I feel you, girl. Again, not a lot of people are that bad. It's an over exaggeration for the most it part. It helps. It's like it tells a story without you having to be depressing Ex about exactly. it. Exactly, and it doesn't have to be subtle. It's like anxiety, <laughs> anxiety. Yeah, and Akomi's just such a goddamn sweetheart, dude. I I love it. Um, her Good relationship pick. or budding relationship with Tadano is a plus. Mm. Um, and I am excited to see more. I cannot wait. Komi might end up being top ten someday. Oh, you never know. you know how it is. You never know. All right, we have my first villain on the list, um, I think. Is yeah. it Dio? No. Oh. Um, surprisingly, uh, another honorable mention. I'll spoil y'all. Dio did not make <gasps> the list. Wow. Anyway. I love Dio and all of his greatness, but he's more of a god to me than a character. Okay. <laughs> it would be rude to put him on this list. Um, but we're talking about Shogo Makashima from Psycho Pass. Mm. Uh, god damn it, dude. Philosophy. Looks. Badassness. Badassness. He's yeah. got it all, dude. Pretty boy. Pretty yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got the pretty boy looks. He's quite he's taking down a an unjust system. So that's a plus in my book. Even if he's doing it in, in unjust ways, I'm in. Like, yes, let's go. Let's tear this motherfucker down. Cause even if he doesn't succeed in like bringing upon the kind of sh bad shit that he wants, if he can tear down the system, maybe something new can be built in its place that's better. Yeah. So I like that, but it's also like you're a bad guy, and I want to see you get your comeuppance. I there's just so many layers to Shogo Makashima. I implore everybody to go back and listen back, to our episode about listen it, yeah. to our episode. If you haven't watched Psycho Pass, watch it, please. Uh, First season. That's all it is. If that's the thing, because uh, without him, there are no other seasons. Like he made the, the other. I'll, I'll I'll let the cat out of the bag. There are other seasons. Um, but <laughs> no, but we're not gonna get on it's, that. It's yeah. all it's all about him. It, it's he's he makes it all. The other seasons are pretty much the same thing, just without this motherfucker. And it's like you realize how important he was yeah. to this show. Um, all right, we are now top thirty now, baby. Top thirty. Top thirty. Uh, we now have our other Dragon Maid character, Elma from Dragon Maid. 
Oh, the my. water dragon. Uh, she's fighting out. She's out fighting for workers' rights, man. Well, I guess so I that, look for her. Huh? That's just a massive plus on my book. Um, she has some of the best character relationship, her and Toru, and the stuff that they go through. And you find out, because they're dragons, they've been around for the, thousands of years. I know they're dragons. I'm... Yeah, I'm just saying, like, they've been around for thousands of years. They, they've lived so many more lives than humans. So you find out about their backstory and shit, man. It's some really, like... Oh, she's interesting looking. She really, she's got the horn. Yeah, I just seen that. Yeah, she's got, like, the narwhal horn. Um, narwhals, narwhals, swimming in the... Anyway. Yeah, dude, just... she, Elma, I feel for Elma. She is a very near and dear character oh, right. yeah, to my they, heart. They got some images, I'll tell you that. Wow. Yeah, no, she's got big boobies, but not, like, uncomfortably <laughs> big, ju- just on the line. Until it's like that, that's just weird. What are you... Are you looking at Dojins? No, no, Are you no. looking at fan art? There, there's figures, though, and this one's definitely not... They're not small. The boobs are huge. No, they're huge, but they're also, like, they could be worse. They're like bowling balls. Well, bo- okay, well, look up Lukua and then tell me... Uh, oh, no, I've boob- seen that one. Exactly, anyway, then tell me Those are like watermelons. You're telling me water balloons are smaller than water bigger than bo- oh, watermelons. I said oh. Malones. Malones. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Anyway. Either way, Elma kicks ass, bro. Team Elma rise up. Let's go. Number 30, breaking into the top 30. So we are uh, on to number 29, and you know this character well. Mob Psycho. Well, no, his name's not Mob Psycho, but Mob from Mob, Mob Psycho. Yeah. Shigechi, uh Kageyama Shigechi. He will be on mine. So okay, I fucking yeah. right, dude. Yeah. Um Mob's the man. Mob's the man. Very subtle character development, and I love it. Um, and I relate to Mob. I think anybody who's ever had a, any sort of hopes and dreams and aspirations, and they haven't really had the confidence to go for it, yeah, and they can relate to Mob. Um, we'll talk about Reagan later on. A little sneak yeah, we peek, know, but he's only be- he's only really good because of someone else. I yeah, think he helps him out. They but. they play off of each other so well. Like Mob is is the perfect me- uh, the perfect mentee. Yes, to be mentored by by Reagan. Why, Master? It, 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 it's so quiet it flows perfectly and watching it doesn't hurt that some mobs fight scenes are some of the most amazing things i've yeah. ever seen animated well animated absolutely outstanding i love the crazy art uh mob number 29 well deserved yep okay number 28 28 28 are you ready yeah are you ready are you sure yeah okay we're going uh fruits basket hatsuharu hatsuharu he is my my punk husbando I want to live and cuddle and grow old with this man. Uh, for real, though, like there are some really... I expect another one from this show. You should expect a few from this show. <laughs> I have all 12 Zodiac members now. You're only going to have three. I know. I know. I did I did pick three from this show, though. Yeah, I'll, I know. I'll tell you. So uh, th- in a show with so many people who are struggling to form meaningful relationships because of their trauma, Hatsuharu is probably the best at loving people. And he's been put through so much, just like everybody else, but he's not possessive in relationships. He understands people need space. He understand, He truly understands that people have their own feelings and tries not to project what he wants onto his partner. And it's such a wonderful I thing to like see. I do like that. It's so it Sounds it, a lot like what I'd like to do. It's such a pure form of love. It, it really is, uh, that Hatsuharu expresses. And He's a little he's 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 a little all over the place as yeah. far as on the sexual um spectrum. Oh. He really really likes uh Yuki who is a boy. He likes all he, aspects. He likes Yuki, yeah. he like he likes girls. I'm just saying, dude, he's he's out here just he being just, himself. Just trying to find love. 110%, dude. He he rips the sleeves off his shirt to look punk as fuck. He's got spiky white hair. He's <laughs> I'm in, bro. Like he's everything I want in a boyfriend. 
Okay. So here we are. Number 27. Um, also a, a great choice for a boyfriend. We're talking about Roy Mustang. Roy Mustang. Roy Mustang from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood specifically. I have not seen the original. Don't chastise me. But Ed cauterizes his own wound. Walks that, himself. That, you just cannot get... Get I can't get that. over that. <laughs> that moment, you're like, he cauterized his own goddamn wound. Walks back from the edge of madness. Watch, walks back from the the edge of humanity, and says, "Nah, man, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna choose revenge. I'm gonna choose happiness." I would have, I would have, I would have killed people. We might all, and he did kill a lot of people. Roy Mustang more people. murdered a lot of people, but we all know the scene that I'm talking about. And he, yeah. in that moment, he chose to to. Keep on loving people, and I don't think that would have been a choice if he kept burning. Um, that's a really powerful moment. I want to watch that scene again. I mean, also, just the rule of cool with Roy Mustang. If he's yeah. not the coolest character in anime, he's he's got to be up there, man. No, I like him. He's on my list, too. Yeah, good. I'm hearing all some of these. I'm like, oh, these are on my list. I, but I don't like- want to spoil it for mine, but it's like, you know, we know we agree on some things together anyway, so. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of overlap. It's just not going to be in the same placement. Yeah. I, I have I have full faith in that, but God damn it, man. Roy <laughs> If there's a fighting game that gets Roy Mustang in it, guess who my main's gonna be? Roy, Roy fucking Mustang, and that's what I'll end on. So uh number twenty six, we're going black to we're going black to back clover. <laughs> black to black clover. This back is the third one. Here it is. What is it? Is this the third one? Yeah, yeah. it is. Oh, that's right. I didn't I Black Clover, man. Character driven show, bro. Driven. Um Shout out to Sky, our Discord member. He's going to be hyped. Noel from Black Clover. Yeah, man. Like, she honestly is the best developed character in the show. She goes from being a quite possibly the most annoying tsundere I have ever dealt with to just an amazing person. Oh, I just got spoiled. Like, an honestly amazing person. Someone who I I would be happy to share parts of my life with, to call a friend. And that, I'm telling if you, if there's one thing, if you ever decide, I'm going to watch Black Clover, I have time for a 200-episode anime. You're going to appreciate, Matt. You're going to appreciate her. The, the, uh, watching the ice melt on her tsundere-ass heart, watching her find the ability to love, mm. get over her family trauma because her family's a bunch of p- fucking ass ball heads. She wears a skirt. She does wear a skirt, too. Um, she's uh, The cuteness factor, I haven't even spoken about, but she's cute as all hell dude like damn she definitely does but see that that that's what i'm talking about her character writing character development everything about her is it overshadows her cuteness her cuteness is just a little extra sprinkles on this ice cream sundae of amazing character i can see your eyes go what are you looking at I'm going through images. I'm hearing you're you. Just, I'm just looking you know, at pictures. But your eyes are just like you're going all over well, the place. Well, that one minute she's like provocative. Next minute it's like full armor. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it's then, a little bit of everything. I know. I probably shouldn't keep watching because I'm probably getting spoiled here. Anyway. So, yeah. Good, <laughs> p- yeah, good pick. Thank you. Thank you. So, Noel number 26. Um, yeah, this one you might be a This little... is in the top 25 now. Yeah, well, now so. we're top 25. Um, Halfway. You know what? I don't. I don't even care. Twenty-five. Koro Neko from Orimo. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. It won't be in mine. I know, but Kirino might. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. Exactly. See, 
<laughs> we have, if you haven't figured out, um, on this crazy total separate show, sides of the we, spectrum. We have completely different best girls, and they get pitted against each other in the second season, and it's terrible. <laughs> but one only comes out on top. But at least mine's Ooh. not like confusing morally, you know? Like you don't have to question yeah, well, whether yours this is, is okay. confusing. Doesn't Either have way. a freak out, then has a freak out. I, I think I've said it on the pod, but Oremo, the second season, was a fucking dumpster fire. But somehow we were so connected to the characters. I was so connected because it was all, not all of it, but like Koroneko was a main focus in that show. Yeah. Like, I, that was my, she was my favorite character in season one, but like the rest of it was pretty good. If she wasn't a, a highlight of season two, I would have been like, why are you, why do people like this? But something about her, man, just her being this. She kind of role plays all the time, but then she's she's cute, but she's like the queen of darkness. But you're like, oh, shut up, you're so cute. It's all right. I, I think know. it's a little annoying. It's it's <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of hard to uh, it's kind of hard to put into words. You're gushing over. I know. I I love Koroneko for for reasons I can't even explain. Good twenty five right there to start it out. Yep. So she breaking the top twenty five. Uh, twenty four. You might be surprised that this character is so high up on the list. Mm. Um. Or a high number, what I don't know. Talking about lists, yeah, is I hate it. guts from Berserk. I'm surprised he did a lot for you. He did, uh, but that's just going off of the Golden Age arc and that I've watched because I've pretty and much, you read some of the book, yeah. I, but I've only I only read the Golden Age arc. Oh, that's yeah, the only yeah. part I've only read that. I've seen the the movie compilations. I've pretty much scrubbed the 2016 anime adaptation out of my mind. I didn't even finish it. So. Yeah. So, uh, and I try not to take any anything I saw of guts as like canon. I take all that shit with a grain of salt because I'm sure it was done poorly. Yeah. But everything I've seen of guts so far, just up through through the infamous eclipse, outstanding. And just the stories I've heard about this man, um, even in just the the first goddamn chapter, dude, the Black Swordsman arc. Where after he kills his first apostle, and Puck's like, you know, you're being really cruel. After he just told this, I think it was like this teenage girl, like God isn't real, we're all gonna die, life sucks, get over it. Yeah. And then the little fairy's like, what the hell, man? And then you see him, and he's got this, this such a pained look on his face. Yeah. And that that honestly says it all, man. Like guts is an angry, bitter, destroyed person, but all he wants to do is be happy. Blows good- my mind. And I, I need to sit down and read Berserk, but I just I can't help but wanting to buy the physical copies. I hear you. You know that shit's expensive. Yes, I do. And especially if I want to buy, um, I, I've actually brought it to the podcast room, but I have the, the it, I don't think it's the Omnibus, but it's the giant hardcover copy. It looks nice. They're like 40 bucks a piece, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, And Berserk's got like 40 volumes. It's a lot of- Breaks the bank. It's a lot of dough at some point. So, um, but yes, Guts, Guts he's uh, number 24. Number 23, my second villain on the list. I don't have a lot of villains. Just a little spoiler, a little fun fact, FF. Okay. But number 23, we have Kire Kotamine from Fate Zero. Yeah. Strictly from... kind of need to have him, I guess. Strictly from Fate Zero. Um, If they would have continued his amazing characterness into Unlimited Blade Works... And I'm telling you, I'm reading more and more that the newest movie is all about him as the main villain. And I hope they do him justice. And that's why I I want to watch it. (laughs) But uh, watching him struggle with the fact that he is essentially a sociopathic serial killer at heart was one of the coolest things I've seen in in media. Watching him slowly get drugged to the dark side by Go mad, essentially, yeah. He, he, he essentially embraced madness by the end of it. He embraced that he was never going to be a morally good human, that he yeah, liked he already suffering. came to grips with who he was. And this guy's a motherfucking priest. 
I mean, granted, he was out there he's like killing to people, not kill them. Like he was killing mages and like abominations and like in a bad magic stuff. But at the end of the day, he's a man of God, and to enjoy murdering things as a man of God, it, it just watching his character get flipped upside down, and then him being the the final. The final boss, if you will. Yeah. The, the final fight, man. It's just, oh, you knew yeah. the whole time it was building up. And it did not disappoint. Primo. Primo. Thank you, Kire, for... Honestly, thank you, Gen Urobushi, for being the guy behind Fate Zero. Because I have more Fate Zero characters. You best believe. Let's see. We had Kire yeah, at 23. 22. All right. Um, 22 and, uh, and 21 are both from, from K-On!, Oh, okay. Yeah, so I guess I'll kind of talk about them together. It is Mio at 22 and Mugi at 21, the bass player and the keyboard player. I could have put all four of the girls and plenty of other characters from K-On. But you can only go so much. You can only do so much from a series, but just know that, like, Nadoka, uh, Sawachan, like, Ritsu, Yui, Ui, they all could have gotten on this list. Ui, Bui, Kui, and Dui. But I had to pick my favorites, and I wanted to pick at least two of them. Mio is the... She's so shy and it's so adorable, but yeah. she's like the most conventionally beautiful of them all. She has like, she's the girl who has the fan club at school and she has no idea how to deal with people like loving her. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. Moogie is up for anything. She is just, she gets so excited. Goes ex- the flow. Exactly. And she has this like childlike excitement that I love in characters, kind of like Chica, how Chica just like wants to have fun and play games. If you're like saying, like, let's go. Let's go do some mischievous shit. Mio might be like, no, that's not a good idea. And then Moogie will be like, yeah, let's do it. And yeah. she'll get like this pumped look on her face because I th- she comes from a rich background and she's always been like, she hasn't been allowed to really be a, a fun loving kid she or a rebel. A, yeah, she has to be a hoity toity rich girl. So when she gets the chance to like, to just be childlike, it's adorable. Mm. Um, they, yeah. They they really could swap. I I go back and forth with Mio and Mugi they made a lot, the top twenty five. So they did, dude, and that's yeah. the thing. Like it, that's one part that made it tough about picking this list is like some shows like K on. I want to talk about the entirety of the show because everybody makes it. Like they all like Demon Slayer. They all make the show kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. But I I had to man. I had to pick two and and Mio and Mugi. So number twenty two and number twenty one are both my K on girls. Water break. J- Water JD, break. Uh, give us our sponsor for the day. Uh, all right. Our sponsor is uh, PED Antiacids, made to make sure you don't always have a bladder problem, but you may get in trouble if you're an athlete. Okay. That's a lot of layers there for apparent antacids that are also, uh, you know what? You know what? Um, Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> Hang in there, baby. <laughs> uh, let's see. We're moving on. We're moving on. We got the top 20 now, baby. Top 20? Number 20, we have Kaguya Shinomiya, I think her last name is. But from Kaguya-sama, Love is War. I Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I, you're you starting to see it now that you're into season two. No. I, you know, you're really not. No. That's upsetting to me because the way... I see what you're trying to say, but to me, it's not working for me. So, okay. I enjoy way more characters. So even her. if it's not working for you, when I say like the way she changes in season two, you get it, right? I like, get it. You you get where I'm coming from, even if it don't hit that same wavelength. Like you, that's where I'm. Just com- seems like another rich girl, like the one you just said from K on. That is slowly you see her become a child because she never got to do the things, and it's like you enjoy those characters' experiences. I have a type, and yeah, <laughs> so maybe it's like me with my types, but I don't find them that 
fascinating of a type. I think it's me uh, <laughs> vicariously wanting to kind of relive my childhood, wanting oh, to be yeah, able to yeah. be a kid again. You know, maybe maybe there's some psychology yeah, there. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But uh, but I, I knew she was going to be on the list for you. I yeah, knew yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, I first season I was all about Chica. Second season, Kaguya, man, like watching her become a normal person rather than this bloodthirsty like psycho analyzing demon lady Mm -hmm. it's awesome and the red eyes man like i cannot like those red eyes i can't understate you're the guy who likes red the red is kind of but not in the eyes no see it's i like blue eyes i red eyes for me hmm. (laughs) something Mm. about it dude i don't know i gets me going I got you. Love the scene where she's like, "I'm gonna put my right hand on I my left cheek." I just watched that cheek. episode. It's so and good. Then and then she right gets all sorts of so fucked she up. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. I, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying it. more of the show without the two main characters, and that's just how it is. Whenever it's not them involved, I love the show. You know what? I'll take it as long as you're enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no harm. Um, we're going back to waifu zone. That's four waifus in a row. Well, oh Mio, shit. Mio and Mugi are like. Kind of waifu is, yeah, but they're Kire moe, Kotamine so. doesn't. Kire, well, Kire, he's husbando material if you're into the the sick sadistic type. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to uh, quite possibly my first true waifu once oh. I knew what waifus were. Oh, I can't wait to write it down. Rem. Rem. Rem at number 19. <laughs> number 19, top 20. Top 20. Uh, I have felt an emotional connection little like I have felt to Rem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm talking about 2D girls. Like I've I have no, my no, partner no, no, no. and stuff, but yeah, there was something about watching ReZero for the first time. I was full blown hooked. I I've I swear. You made sure I watched it. You know, if you would have made some sort of if, if like VR was a bigger thing, and somebody could have convinced me that they were Rem and that she was real, and to run off and get married, and all I had to do was wire them five thousand dollars <laughs> to this offshore bank account, you would have done it. I would have done it. I was that deep. I didn't look at Ludes of Rem for a while because I was so Sacred. heartthrobbed. I mean, that broke after about a month, but still, <laughs> like that's that's a lot. A month for me. later, he's tapping his foot. Ah, oh, I need to know. I gotta know. But like, I want them to be tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they lewd my princess? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, uh. I just uh, even though it's kind of softened, I've I've gotten my bearings. My my feet have gotten gotten back on the ground. My head's out of the clouds. I can't, I can't forget what she meant to me mm-hmm. so much the first time, and I, I still will never forgive ReZero for taking her away. <laughs> uh. Oh man! So yeah, number nineteen, Rem. Number eighteen, kind of topical. Attack on Titan episodes. I'm going Irwin Smith, baby. Oh, Irwin made it. Holy shit! Irwin made it. Irwin deserves it. He's the only character in Attack on Titan who I can honestly say that I love. Like I'm a I'm a plot guy with Attack on Titan. Of like course. I love I love I like Levi. I I, I got and love. you realize you liked him more after the latest season. Yeah, yeah yeah stuff happens and you're like oh my god Levi my boy <laughs> I love you so much. Um but I you know I'm 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 digging Aaron right now. Mikasa's got a special place in my heart. Yeah, Armin does his job. Armin's amazing. Yeah. But Erwin Smith is the only character who I can say like made a true I didn't start realizing how great Erwin was till you pointed it out and when I started when I watched it a second time with my buddy and I paid attention I was like dude Erwin's like deep like I don't know I really liked him he is something about men who have the ability to lead other men 
and know that what they're doing technically is wrong or taking advantage of them. Like he's he, that that's the yeah. thing. He's a nuanced guy. He's doing wrong things for his own gains while passing them off as the betterment for humanity. But just the, his ability to rally people. Like yeah. P, anybody can quote unquote lead an army, but it takes a true special kind of person to rally and an command army, an army. To yeah. command an army when he's getting dragged away from battle yelling charge. That's that's the statements that you have to make as a leader. Yeah. I'm fucked up right now, but I'm not running away. Nope, we got to go <laughs> forward. Keep marching on. That's the special. Are you going to rewatch it again one I time? I might have to, man. I might watch it. <laughs> I'm just going to go watch an Irwin compilation on YouTube. Him yelling Sasageo. It's just he was he is just such a such a presence in that show like none other. Right. All right, so we're on now to number 17. It's going to get tougher for you because you're going to want to talk a lot about these characters. I might, dude. <clears throat> I don't know how long my fucking voice is going to hold up, though. You, you got it. If I didn't mention it last week, it is also the Arctic again this week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cold Six as hell out, dude, out. and I'm dying. so goddamn dry everywhere. Okay, here we go. We got number 17 now. I don't remember his first name, but Kageyama from Haikyuu. Oh. To buy uh, to Tobias Tobio, or Tobias? Tobio. Okay, yeah, did, did, yeah. Tobio Kageyama from Haikyuu. I definitely mentioned it earlier, but like, I think it was on recording. But Kageyama, dude, his character development has been so fun to watch. Yeah, so outstanding. He was such an asshole in the beginning for a while. Yeah, for a while. But he was such a linchpin to the team. So he was put between this rock and this hard place, where he had it. He had no choice. If you wanted to keep playing volleyball, you, gotta be on this you team. have to stop being a dick. Yeah. And he learned through the help of his teammates to stop being a dick. And some kid that didn't have anything but raw natural talent. Didn't yeah. have anything. Yeah, he just had heart and soul, but that's raw it. athleticism. Yeah. Not even talent and it slowly at volleyball, just him. athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then what I mean, just goddamn, the latest season, man, he something about his his interactions with um with the Mia. With the, with the older Mia or the, whatever. Oh, yeah, the Mia twins. You know, when he's calling him, you know, you're your crybaby. Or no, uh, you're a do-it-all. Or I thought it was the crybaby, crybaby no. king or something No, like it that. wasn't. No, no, no. That was Oikawa. He was just being Oh, yeah, him. that was Oikawa. Yeah. No, what what did Mia say to him? Let me think for um, goody two-shoes. Oh, yeah, goody two-shoes. Yeah, he said yep. you were goody two-shoes. Just, you know, do whatever you're told, boy. You'll never be great that way. And it's like Kageyama worked so hard to be a team player. And then to be told that his his talents were being limited because he was being such a team yeah, player. Yeah, it's like, all right, now you want this from me? Yeah, just, yeah. And, it would, I mean, Jesus, man, just this latest season, he found his balance. He found the, the ability to push his teammates as hard as he could without pushing that line of being just being an, a an ass, being yeah. a dick. And it's beautiful. And That's, it works. And I, I've, I've really fallen in love with Kageyama. I mean, we can talk about all the characters in Haikyuu, but I, I mean, I got... I got uh, the little crow Kageyama. Yeah, and I got a little Shoyo Hanada on my side. Thanks, yeah, Steve. that was our uh, that was my Christmas gift mm. to the to the podcast studio, and I'm I'm actually super happy that I got Kageyama that there he was go. here. I love him, dude. I'm I'm curious to see which high Q characters made it onto your list. Mm. This is this is something I'm excited to see because <laughs> I won't be mad about any of them. You put fucking Coach Ukai on there, You're like, like damn God right, damn right, bro. All right. So that was the number 17, Kageyama. Now we have number 16, Giorno Giovanna. Uh, Giorno. From JoJo's Part 5. Um, a lot of people don't like Giorno. Those people can kiss my butt. 
because <laughs> Giorno's fucking amazing, dude. Did he need character development? Fuck no. He wasn't there to be the character who changed. He was there to be the character with a fucking goal. I, Giorno Giovanna, have a dream. And he went out to, he set out to accomplish that dream. My man's from day one, from episode one, knew what he wanted. And we get to watch him go out and try to achieve this goal while he changes the people around him. Outstanding. Oh my God. And he is such a goddamn badass. Very nice. Mm, I'm just getting really intense right now. I'm holding my fist tight. <laughs> I'm just, Giorno Giovanna is Jesus Christ to me. <laughs> oh, all right. No, he is made to be kind of a, the, the Christ-like yeah. figure, that that one you look to in your in your darkest moment. Um, fuck, man. I love Giorno so goddamn hey, much. Hey, I'm not going to blame you. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I'm almost there. Nope, and just uh, he has the best theme out of any JoJo. Uh-huh. Like They all have badass themes, but you, I challenge you. That 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 Giorno's is the best. That piano. Shit. I'm 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 gonna get off of Giorno. We're gonna move on. I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Number 15 is another uh boy that I absolutely fucking love and adore. We're talking about Gone Freaks. Oh from shit. Hunter Hunter. He's not in top ten, but I remember he's not the strongest character. So. No, uh, he's not he's not in the top ten. He's he's still I will say he's my favorite out of the main four though. Really? Yes. Um, You're gonna do that, huh? I'm I'm sorry. Look, really, nothing against with character development. If I could have had more than three characters, you best bet Kilo would have been in here. Well, that's just a goddamn shame. But all right, I don't I don't think so because Gone is made to not be as great as all the other characters. And you're right. You you're right. I understand. But you chose that Gone, and I I do want to stress that. There are better written characters that I've seen. I can admit that. Um, yeah. I don't have Subaru from ReZero, but if it was best written characters, he might make this fucking list. He's just yeah. not one of my favorites. I resonated with Gon the first time I watched it. He, kind of like Jorno, but in a more innocent way, he is that North Star character. He is that shining light. Anytime the stakes were dire, especially in the early days of the Hunter exam, mm-hmm. it was Gon who, out of seemingly sheer instinct was able to figure out what to do and i i resonated with that so much i loved watching this adorable woodsy fucking mountain boy who had the innocence of just a newborn child <laughs> go about and explore the world and then as the show goes on to see that that innocence can be construed as something so much darker and the the, the message between right and wrong and good and evil to this little boy gets can, gets fucked up and watching him stroll down this road of darkness that you won't even know is coming until you fucking get there. You get to the door of darkness and you're like, whoa, fuck, I didn't know we were coming up to here. <laughs> I didn't know we were here already. It's it's astounding. It's the perfect subtle character character shift. Char- I, I say character development a lot. Yeah. It probably gets starts to sound like crazy talk, but... Yeah, man, just watching him slowly just learn more about the world and get more angry at the world. I'd say he kind of more loses his innocence because he couldn't accept it. Yeah. What the reality of the world is, so. Yeah. Product of the environment, man. Yep. Um, But yeah, going, I mean, he's just, again, you want to you tell me that there are better written characters in Hunter x Hunter? Agreed. Better yeah. written out of, the, out of the top four? There's probably two of them. But Gon is special to me. He is my special boy, and I love him. Hey, I respect it. Yeah. Um, this will be where we differ, that's all. I mean, that's one of my only regrets on this list is I wasn't able to fit Kilo in. 
just because of Hunter Hunter has so many amazing characters, dude. Let's see. We are talking about number 14. We're going back to Fruits Basket. Talking about Yuki Soma. Yuki Soma. Yuki Soma. The, um, I guess, one of the potential... Love interest. One of the potential love interests. Because there's always a love triangle. There's yeah, this this does, especially in the beginning, kind of suffers from the love triangle. It it's not as drastic as some of the other shows. It's more of a subplot, actually, in, in Fruits Basket. But watching Yuki, a boy who I don't know if he had similar trauma and, and dealt with similar stuff that I've dealt with in my life. But maybe the way he felt about it, the ways he was dealing with it, I could relate to. And you, I mean, Fruits Basket is a, at its core, it's about an, it's an anime about healing from the things that have hurt you. Yeah. And watching him go and learn how to heal from the things that have hurt him. I mean, it just, it, it resonated with me in a way that very few characters have. I felt what Yuki felt and watching him kind of come out, come out the other side but not in like a a lot a lot of media does this what's the word i'm looking for epiphany moment where it's just ha oh, i'm not going to be depressed anymore right and that's not what happens to yuki it's not just one moment where he goes fuck i'm going to change the way i live it's mo- the moment that goes i'm going to change the way i live and then you get to see him fight and struggle to continue to change the way he lives cuz changing who you are is not just thinking and deciding once you have to wake up every day and decide that you want to be this this new person. You want to live your life a different way. And goddamn, if it wasn't one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, the story of Yuki Soma and Fruits Basket. I'll be damned, bro. I'll be damned if I if I see another heal from trauma character like I've seen from that boy. I'm actually getting a little choked up right now. I'm not even fucking lying. <laughs> good. I'm just looking up things now. No, you're cool. Um fuck. Hold on. We're going to take another ad break so I can I can take my jacket off. Oh, you need me to do another break. Uh this is sponsored by Licorice, the one and only thing that still tastes like leather. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> just Big Licorice has gotten to the podcast everybody. Except, uh, yes, exactly. It's like Big Pharma and uh Big Mini Golf. That's a thing. It's a goddamn thing. Uh, where were we? We were at number 14. Actually, yes, but you're on to number 13 now. Yeah, we're moving on to number uh, 13. Uh, this is my next and uh, I will say last entry from Haikyuu, but we are talking about Oikawa. Oikawa. Yeah, yes. You have a fascination with him. I love Oikawa, man. I really do. He is that... Uh, it's funny how I have two setters yeah. on the list as my favorite. It's because you love being setter. And they're kind of the opposite. And this is kind of the first, I mean, besides the Shoyo and Kageyama rivalry, this is one of the first rivalries you see in Haikyuu. It's the naturally talented Kageyama versus the work so goddamn hard Oikawa. He worked his butt off to get where he was at. And I like that Oikawa is kind of a hypocrite. I like that they built that into his character because, and it it, it talks about this in the new in the latest season, but to say that somebody who was born with talent doesn't work hard is selling them short. Right. And it's an insult right. to them. And Kagi, uh, no, Oikawa does that a lot. He looks at somebody with natural talent and says, you know, you're so lucky. I have to work so hard to be, at, you know, close to the level as you, not counting in the work that the, the naturally talented person has done. Yeah. But he's a real character, man. Like, I think we've all, at one point or another, if we've ever done anything competitive, been pissed that we weren't 
kind of close to the best. I mean, it's sometimes you could you, you motivate and you say I'm gonna work harder, but sometimes it just fucking hurts, man. That you work. Well, sometimes that's what makes me give up. Like I'm not gonna be able to ever get up to that guy's natural raw talent. I mean, it, it, I think so it's video good to games. See, yeah, so it's good to see somebody that's able to do that and pa- try their hardest to still surpass somebody. And it doesn't shy away from the pain of not having that naturally gifted ability. Yeah, and even if it's not fair to to be upset that somebody else has natural talent. It doesn't, life isn't fair, motherfucker. It still hurts to watch somebody else be able to be so good at something you love seemingly effortlessly. Right. And Oikawa is one of the best written characters that in, exemplifies that, that thought. That the struggle of the, of the non-naturally talented. Gotcha. They're all really valid points. And so I, I just, he's just not one of my favorites. Maybe it's because he's actually not in the show very much after like the little moment where he like interferes with you know, Car- Carusano, um, the team. So yeah, yeah, he's he's the antagonist for a season, a season, second and season, a, yeah, or one something, or two yeah. seasons, season one and a half. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. He just I dig him, and the fact that he's this cocky asshole, who's also I do love cocky asshole, but he's a great teammate as well. Like you know, we can set the philosophy aside. Like just the surface parts of his character are just fun. You know, he's a great teammate, but he's an asshole to other people. He's a ladies' man, and he's a goofball. Yeah. He's a bunch of different stuff. So shout out to Oikawa. Go listen to our Q draft if you haven't. You'll, you'll if you're an Oikawa that. fan, you might be kind of happy. Yeah. Okay. All right, now we're at number 12. Number 12. Number 12. All right, here we go. Going to Madoka Magica, Homura Akemi. She made number 12? Absolutely she did, man. Over Genkai. Look, wow. shut up, all right? <laughs> wow, that's all I'm going to use now for the rest of this. I know. Over again, Kai? I, what, what was I telling you all week while I was putting my list together? What? what? I know I'm going to the forget a very valuable character. Uh-huh. There's on it, but again, you yeah, can't anyway, put 12 Homer, from one you're, series. You're, uh, let's hear about Homer why she's number 12. Because she, look at what she's went through, man. Look Time at, travel, I know. Yeah. Look at all that she's gone through. She's relived the same goddamn reality where things just go wrong. Her friend dies over every time. and over. <laughs> You're just spoiling Madoka Magica hard. You're not even like letting this be vague. <laughs> they don't way. even know who their her friend is. My I didn't man, even say anything. I just said her friend. I try to do a task twice and it fails. I'm like, you know what? That's it. It's not for me to do <laughs> this. Lady keeps doing just heart wrenching, gut wrenching things, and you. And for most of the series, she, she she seems like just the the edgy, quiet, angry character. Yeah, but then you see what this poor girl has gone through, and you see where she started. She started out as the shy, meek, scared character, and to look at what she's been put through, and just all for all for her friend, all for one person who showed her love when nobody else would. We fell in love in a hopeless place. I need to watch the movies. Um, if you, uh, if you do actually want more, uh, Madoka Magica, I, I guess the movies give you a little bit more. Yeah, I needed more when we first watched it because I felt like it was too short. But it was a definitely a, a let's get in and get out and get let's in, do out, this yeah. motherfucker. Um, shit, man, I love Madoka Magica and I love Homura. So uh, that she's number twelve. We are moving on. Number eleven. Eleven. Outside the top ten, we got Reagan Arikata. I, my, oh, he I, didn't make top phone, ten, but you know, my Reagan. phone auto-corrected the last name, and I forget Arikataka. 
Something. Reagan from Mob Psycho, damn it. Reagan That's all you Mob need to Psycho. know. There's but, not much that needs to be said. Great mentor, really great person. Great funniest. character, like depth. So funny. funny. Like, like, con artist. <laughs> con artist, but also like really wholesome uncle, big brother figure. It's like, yeah, what? Do, don't do the wrong thing, but don't do the right thing either. You kind of have to blur the lines there. Look, you know that gray area between right and wrong? That's that's, that's a good area operate. to make some money. That's where we <laughs> operate, where we make the money, you know, but we don't ever kill anybody. I mean, shit, man. Reagan honestly has probably a, a four out of the top ten funniest anime moments out of at the. I'm pretty sure hypnosis. he's like the voice of the narrator for Kaguya Sama, or sounds a lot like it when he yells. Are you watching the dub? Yeah, because I I haven't watched the dub. For I watched the of those. dub. He's also the dub for Whis. From Dragon Ball Super. Interesting. It's kind of funny. Anyway. That's, hmm. I would have not guessed. But either way, I mean. <laughs> but but either way. Jesus Christ, man. Reagan, uh, I love everything about Mob Psycho, but Reagan really, like, he's the, he makes that show. You know, even if you got the icing and the roll, you still need the cinnamon. You know <laughs> what I mean? And Reagan's that fucking cinnamon, dude. He, he really puts it on. Oh, baby. We're at the top 10, and I have talked a lot. How are you doing? We're doing okay. I mean, we've done this before. We did we did the top fifty, uh, the top twenty five anime. That's not before. nearly as much as fifty characters. No, but I think I I might have talked more about each show. I don't know. My episode for that was definitely longer, though. At least it was panning out to be. We're doing okay here. We're making good time. Oh shit! <laughs> You're having like a pep talk with yourself. We can do this, Earthworm. I'm just we can talking, and it's like, when do I breathe? We'll worry about that later. Just but talk. That number <laughs> ten. So these next ones are the big ones. Here we go. This is it. Top 10, number 10, Joseph Joestar. There he is. I've been waiting. I mean, you only get Joseph. I mean, my I think prime Joseph is young Joseph. I love old Joseph. Don't get me wrong. But my favorite Joseph is prime Joseph. I think it's just the the, the season two in general for me was boring without Joseph. Yeah. But that's why I, I would be hard for me to go back because I'd be only enjoying his moments because really everything else was meh. Sure. And then when he was old, it was fucking fantastic. I like baby Jesus the best. That's the one I'm gonna pray to. You could whatever when you pray, you can pray to whatever Jesus you like. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Well, I pray to young Joseph Joestar. Young Joseph Joestar. But even then, old Joseph Joestar, he's just such a presence in in JoJo's. And I've said it before. Anytime we talk about JoJo's, the real ones know Joseph is the best JoJo. He's so goddamn fun. Yeah. He's a goofball. He, I mean, shit, man, I don't know if I could hang out with a guy in real life that's like Joseph, but watching him in an anime, <laughs> could you imagine some guy just being like, and now you're going to say we should order Taco Bell? Like, yeah, will yeah, you please stop do, doing you not that? do that anymore? Yeah. And, and come, why is every time something like jumps out and you go, oh, no, we know, we get it, man. It's not really that crazy. Can you stop He's, using lightning to shoot food at me or whatever <laughs> stupid power you got there? I don't know, man. Why do you keep breaking my cameras? <laughs> like I keep buying cameras, I I can't afford them all. Oh man, I, you know what? If I you, get it though. If you want to hear more about Joseph Joestar, go listen to the extra episode I talked about earlier. We yep. talk a lot about Joseph <laughs> Joestar for good fucking reason. Oh man, number nine. Number nine, my lord. Number nine. Pick number three, my lord. <laughs> Toru Honda from Fruits Basket. Okay, there's Toru. Now, Toru has pretty much won any of your waifu contests on Discord, so I was like, if I don't see her by the end of this, I'm going to be like, what the hell have you been doing? That's that's the thing, man. Like, I never thought somebody would really step in and, like, overtake Rem. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think Rem was the last waifu uh, before. Seriously, yep, it is. But no like, Botan yet. Nope. Because that's, I just, again, yeah, I would have had all no the Keiko. Yu Yu, 
all the Yu Yu Hakusho show characters. Keiko Keiko's my favorite waifu. That, Did she not make it? She didn't make it. It's <gasps> look, man. I just I want to date Keiko, but I mean, as like as not anymore. It's Toru Honda you want. <laughs> You get so much more of the the show is fucking about Toru. Man. I got like, Heiko is just a, a beautiful addition to the Yusuke that I. We'll, you we'll definitely have thrown me for a loop. I'll just say that. Yeah, again, this is tough. I knew I was gonna miss some stuff. Toru Honda, let me look her up again. Toru Honda, look up this beauty of a person. I'm pretty sure I saw her, and she's alright. She's a wonderful person. Okay, first of all, I'm gonna get so many people and if pissed it's any off. Consol- They're gonna be like, "Fuck you, JD." And if it's any consolation, oh, there she is in her little ribbons. Look at those little ribbons and her happy little face. I'm willing to admit that a lot of, um, I mean, her character is absolutely outstanding. But so the the thing that initially got me hooked on Toru is she has the same picture. English VA that that Keiko does. She's got a good, she's got a good, good face. Yeah, she's she's she's, she's but, wholesome. But the thing is, is you'd love her, dude. Like she's just the sweetest goddamn thing. She's so helpful. She just she puts others before herself. Um, it, it gets kind of to a little bit of a breaking point, but she, she's such a strong girl and she's been through so much and she, she's just so beautiful in inside and out. Like anybody who's seen fruits basket, I, I, I challenge anybody to watch fruits basket and say, I don't like Toru Honda. Cause I can't imagine one thing that she's done besides First being time too for anything, perfect. Buddy. She's too perfect, and if that's why you don't like her, then, then that's, that's an adequate reason. Y- yeah, you don't make someone too perfect because they don't be- they don't seem believable as characters because they're made up. But when I say perfect, I mean like she has pains and, she has and pains, certain yeah. flaws, and she's been through stuff, and she's dealing with her own stuff. But the I, I think I get it. She made the top ten. We're gonna put she's the, be good. You know? My last words about Toru is: I think we should all strive to love like Toru Honda loves. I feel that. Yeah. Oh, number eight. A completely different type of character. <laughs> Hisoka Moro from Hunter Hunter. Holy shit. Hisoka finally made it. The clown, the magician that just seemingly will never leave. He is always there. Yep. He is always lurking in the shadows. Even when you don't see him for Christ 80 episodes. Guess what? On episode 81 of that stretch, guess who's showing up? fucking his Sokamoro. Uh, he's just he's such a beautiful character in the hunter hunter world i mean he's a fun character to watch he's a badass he does things that only he wants to do and that's fun man like watching a character go by kind of the the whim of his seat he doesn't have any greater motives he doesn't have some master plan if it looks fun to him or it intrigues him at the moment He's going to do it. Yeah, he's just there because he wants to be there. And, like, who's the who's the most exciting guy to watch at a party? The guy who's willing to just kind of do anything. Yeah, the one that goes with the flow of the party. Exactly, man. The guy climbing the pole. The guy climbing the pole doing a triple backflip into the pool, and then everybody else is like, woo! I love that guy! But the Hosoka is the, the shonen battle equivalent of that. And he... There's a whole arc he's not even in because it doesn't pertain to him. And that's probably why that arc suffered a little bit. I'm not going to lie, because I, I realized the one arc, I was like, man, this is too long, and it's sometime drag. No Hisoka. I can understand that and feeling. And now I realize that now as we talk. I can understand that feeling. But I, you will admit, though, I, I think you, you, you literally just did, that he wouldn't really fit 
No, he wouldn't. That he art. didn't pertain to him at all because he didn't have to be there for any reason. He had his own motives and his own thing to try to do, which was get Krollo his powers. And like, so Hisoka is one of the few characters um, that still. I'm, I'm getting to be a seasoned anime fan here. Yeah. So power scaling isn't as exciting to me as it was early on in the Dragon Ball Z days, but Hisoka gets me excited. Yeah. I want to know how powerful Hisoka is. I want to know what the range of this man's power is. Right. And we've only seen just subtle glimpses. You get a little bit more in the manga that's been released, which I would honestly love to see an OVA of that whole sequence. Exactly. That would be that would be doable. Be we really can, great. We can do this. Forty-five to fifty minutes. We can do this. Yeah, okay? an hour long for studio, the rest of the yeah. Studio Madhouse gets a movie quality animation. Uh, gets a movie. Yeah. But yeah, there are a few characters that inspire that shonen battle whimsy. That that excitement makes you feel like a kid again. That that Hisoka does. And uh, Christ, he's a goddamn clown. I'm not. I hate clowns. I'm not a clown guy. But Hisoka, I'm into. Mm-hmm. Imagine. Okay, all right. Here we go. Real quick, fight between Hisoka and the It Clown. I think Hisoka wins. Hisoka's beating the shit out of It Clown. Because I don't care it what. It survives off of fear. Hisoka ain't gonna be scared. <laughs> he Seriously. immediately does the swing. Yeah, swing. And the clown's like, you know what? Have a nice day, sir. See you later. <laughs> all right, number eight is Hisoka. Yes. Um, you're gonna notice a lot of uh. A lot of Yoshihiro Tagashi is going to oh, be yeah, sprinkled into this so top what's num- 10. So what's number seven? Number seven is uh, Kurama oh, from Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, he's not further down. Nope. Uh, Kurama, he's, he was my favorite as a kid. He was just... Talk uh, about, I'm going to be the same way, man. I mean, we'll, we'll just talk about him real quick. The demon that's trying to live a human life. And I mean, every character in Yu Yu Hakusho, it's about finding out who you want to be. What you want to be in this world what you want to do with your fucking self. And that's, that's Kurama in a nutshell, man. Does he want to be a demon? Does he want to be a human? And he struggles with that through the entire show. Until the end, he figures it out. Until the end, you know, and I, I will, the anime did a good job at capping off a lot of, even if it was rushed, it gave characters their, their ending. Yeah, it was you know? rushed, but they did it. But they did it. And shit, man, Kurama's just such a sweet boy, but talked about it in Cold-Blooded Characters, man. Yeah, the most I'd say probably one of the most ruthless characters I've ever seen. Bella Laika not included. She's in yeah, a Bella class of her is own. like a queen. So yeah. she's in an absolute class of her own. But Kurama, the dichotomy of man, man, the duality of man, to be so sweet and then like I'm gonna kill some kids. I respect only Kurama because very, I fucking have to. But I respect I'm gonna, him a lot. Yeah, yeah, and pff, favorite anime transformation of all time. That does look hot. I mean, it, it's more hot for me than anything. He's sexy as hell both ways, but like. On, you want to get that white skin, like you want to kind of white hair with the white foxy ears, like regular Kurama. You want to like cuddle fuck, like you don't want to be like nice and sensual, you know. <laughs> um, Yoko Kurama, you're like, all right, I'm gonna get the bondage ropes and I'm gonna tie myself to the bed, and then you you take the safety whip out. word is banana. The safety word is banana, but I will not use the safety word. Spank me, daddy. Like that's that's what Yoko Kurama. That's a vibe that he gives off. Fair enough. I'd be remiss if I. Didn't put Kurama in the top ten. I hear you. He was my favorite for so long. It's just nostalgia. I don't blame you at all. Nostalgia, baby. Nostalgia. We got number six. Talking about Ryder Iskandar oh from Fate God, Zero, baby. Jesus, Ryder. Of course, Ryder made it. I was thinking, you know. I know he might have been one of the ones that I forgot, but no, no, hell no. <laughs> and uh, what I, what else I haven't forgotten about Ryder? The amount of hope that this man has inspired in me. Few anime characters, few characters in anything, few real fucking people, man, have been able to inspire 
hope in my heart to make me feel like I could literally do anything. Yeah. And that's all that Ryder did, man. The chattiest Chad. And I, I use the word Chad sparingly. Ryder is it's Chad, man. He is the Chad. He just wants to place essentially this universe is a civ civilization. He wants to conquer. Yeah, he gets to see what the new world has in store. Like he's missed a lot of time. You but know what made Ryder besides all that kind of childlike playfulness that you get with this Alexander the Great adaptation. Him and him and fucking Waver Velvet, man. Watching him turn this just wannabe mage who's kind of a nerd, kind of just a doesn't really know what he's doing. Watching him turn him into a fucking man. Mm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. such a mm, by by not by being an asshole or or telling him what to do. No, he motivates him by having faith in him. Like that was ninety percent of what Ryder did for for Velvet is he just had faith. He treated him as a comrade. And sometimes that's all you need, man. You just need somebody to to be there with you. Yeah, to be your support. Be your support, man. To say, you know what? I trust you. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. I mean, and just badass factor, emotional factor. Ryder has it all. Yes, he does. If you don't like Ryder, I don't want to fucking hear about it. Piss off. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't. No, I know. I'm just saying anybody out anybody there. Anybody out there. Yeah. You know what? I f- I'm willing to take criticism on this list. You want to talk about Ryder? I'm catch these hands, boy. <laughs> so number five is a special entry on this list because this is the only character that is strictly manga oh, that yeah, has made it on my list. About this, yeah. I did ask, um, but I this character it just fucking she impacted me in a way that that has rarely been done. Um, so it is Sachi Nanjao from Oyasumi Poon Poon. She is, I mean. There's a little bit of kind of kind of a distant love triangle thing going on. It's not a Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not like a romance love triangle, but it is there There'll are three some, parties yeah, kind of kind some of in sort this. of triangle. And she's kind of the last point to the triangle, if you will. And the way that she treated Poon Poon was such a wonderful thing to see. As some I Poon Poon really just kind of wanted First of all, he wanted to be able to accept himself for who he was. Mm-hmm. And I think he needed to to be even start to do that. He needed somebody who truly accepted him for who he was and could kind of see through see through this mask that he put on. No pun intended because he was a bird. But yeah, man, Sachi just treated him like so purely, I guess. Maybe pure is the word. But I said it in our quotes episode, but she said like, it's okay if you feel useless now. It's okay to be useless now. Huh. But as long as you, tomorrow, as long as you, you want to work to something better. I thought she was going to be a bird. No, she's not a bird. Okay. The only people that are drawn as birds are, are um, Poon Poon and his family. Gotcha. And that's definitely to, to not give them any distinguishing features so the, the reader can, can more put themselves in Poon Poon's shoes easier. If you think of him as a bird, then you don't th- you know, you can kind of imagine what he really looks like. Gotcha. And when you imagine what he really looks like, well, guess what? He starts to look like you, buddy, because you're into this. But yeah, dude, um, I won't say too much because I think everybody should read Poon Poon, and I don't want to give away any of real the real emotional crutches. But yeah, Sachi, she, god damn it, dude. She's the num. I mean, my number one female character on this list. As I say, she took she took the cake over Toru at number five. I 
I really resonated with Poon Poon, as everybody knows who's listened. Um, yeah. And I really, I, I talked about the way I felt about Rem, and it was very, very real. Right. More real than a manga or anime should make you feel. That is truly how I feel about Sachi. Um, she's just such a beautiful person, a beautiful character. And she, she just means the goddamn world to me. So she at number five. I like it. Now we're getting into the uh, the oh, probably boy. mainstays for forever. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> because I... Never going to move. We are at the top four now, baby. Yeah. Number four, we got Simone from Gurren Lagan. I love Simone. I love Kamina, too. Kamina gets a special mention, but... Honorable mention. I think... Right next Ka- to Genkai. Kamina's beautiful... The, the beautiful part about his character is what he did to the other characters in that show. Yeah. And Simone was the most impacted by his Aniki. Yeah, I'd say Kamina. he's definitely the best out of the show. And Simone's really simple, man. Watching a boy with anxiety and, and so being afraid of everything take the lessons of somebody who believed in him and, and to turn into such a, a power, such a force larger than life that Simone did. Yeah. Inspiring. Yeah, basically, is a walking image of Kamina by the end of it. It's kind of amazing how he said his brother lives on in him. So it's it's kind of great to hear that. And what he said in that speech is, "I am not my brother. I am me, but my brother lives on in me." Yeah, it's it holds to me. It's the same thing, <laughs> but it holds. I'm saying it's it holds message, so yeah. true. Yeah, as he goes on because he stays Simone through the entire thing, but you see, he adds the great parts of Kamina. You know what I mean? He is always him. But he he literally carries his brother inside of him now. Doesn't yeah. completely change his character. He just he becomes such a he adds great qualities. He fucking evolves, bro. <laughs> he evolves at level thirty six to Kami Simone or whatever. God damn, it's, it's astounding. I still want a figure. It's ins- yeah. I, They're trying I to get us like a nice big one. If I, I trust me, I've seen some actual like I mech know, figures. They, they cost a lot of money <laughs> because it's a it's like a two foot tall mech figure. Yeah, with me- uh, he's hmm. taller than Itachi here. So yeah, Simone, you are. You are my boy. <laughs> Watch Gurren Lagan, man. <laughs> if you haven't, what are you doing? You will feel, will jump off your roof because you believe you can fly. Uh, don't do that, please. God, no. <laughs> so number three, we're getting down there. Yep. Number three, we got Kiritsugu from Fate Zero. Okay, there he is. Top three. Jesus Christ, man. You want to talk about quite possibly the we best? We talk about him a lot. Best written character on this list might be Kiritsugu from Fate Zero. Best written character of all time might be Kiritsugu from Fate uh, Zero. He may not be the best, but he's but in th- the contest. All I, the yeah, time. I think he's at least worth an argument. Yeah. Um, he's on the ballot. Let's put it that way. He's on the ballot. He's going to get yeah, those votes. I, I, I won't spend too much time on these on these last characters because I talk about them a lot. If you've listened, you I already know what's next. You probably know the last two. I guarantee you know the last two. But um, yeah, Kiritsugu, man, the man is just an onion of character fucking layers. Yeah. Oh, damn. Just a moment <laughs> of silence. You can keep going if you no, want, but I you're just like, a, mom- damn. a moment of silence for Kiritsugu. Okay, I'll give a moment And the beautiful work of Genarabuchi. Thank, Thank you. you for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. All right, number two. Might spend a little bit more time talking about this guy. <laughs> we got Meruem from is. Hunter x Hunter. I knew it was he couldn't be number one. No, I thought about it, though. Yeah, I know you did. Honestly, these the like the top four I really kicked around as potential number ones, but yeah. we all know where my heart lies if you know me. All so, e- all except for one is pretty much shonen, shonen, at heart. There's a lot of shonen. Yeah, yeah. Even like Kaguya could be considered shonen. Yeah, yeah. 
I like Shonen. Leave me alone. I'm That's t- good. I, I just, like that. <laughs> I want to be it a It means you haven't baby. left too far. Except my number five. It's like the most depressing scene in manga ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're talking about Marum from Hunter Hunter here. Mm-hmm. The ultimate being. The Chimera Ant King. Shit, man. Like Specimen. Uh, the the like I said, I've already said it, the ultimate being, and he has one of the best character relationships with a frail blind girl who is the person who makes him come to respect humanity. Shit. Like the man is alive for like 120 days, maybe. Maybe. And through that, he has better fucking character development than 90% of shonen anything I've seen. 90% of anime anything I've fucking seen. Yeah. He he just he finds humanity and watching a a creature from some other some otherworldly creature find humanity. God damn. Um he's fun to power scale as well, so he gets that like classic he makes me feel like a kid again. <laughs> yeah, Marowim. You're the, you're the strongest guy ever. I would say we've talked about him so much. You fan over fits him. The I've said some shit villain. that made you question some things. And yeah, he fits the overpowered villain aspect. Oh, he turns yeah. into more of this kind of neutral force in the world. His fight with fucking Natero, dude. Still hands down great. Everything about the Chimera Ant arc, and especially when Marum gets introduced, it's. I know not not everybody shares this. Nope. But my favorite parts of Hunter Hunter. And to this day, anytime I watch, I hear the the, the final scene with him and uh, you cry. Komugi. Yeah, it 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 makes me cry. This ultimate god having such a tender, touching moment. Fuck. R.I.P. <laughs> hmm. R.I.P. The homie. All right. All right. Here it is. Number, Number one. one. Who could it be? I'm gonna. Dun, 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 dun. I was gonna. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We got homemade drum roll. Number one is Yusuke Yurameshi yeah, from Yu Yu right Hakusho. Not a surprise if you've listened to pretty much one episode of us in the past. Called my shot before I flipped the pad over. I already wrote it down. See, I'm easy, bro. You, I have no idea where you're coming from. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm you're excited. You're going to sit here like, what is next? Yeah. Yusuke, dude, he's... he. Anything I said about all these characters um, that, that hit on an emotional level, whether it be because I related to them... Because, you know, watching them go through certain traumas, this, that, or the other thing. I think Yusuke probably encapsulates everything, for me, the, the best out of anybody. Yeah. I just, I relate to him so much. I've watched Yu Yu show all the way through probably four times in my life, maybe more. I've watched the Dark Tournament arc just, Jesus, ten times, probably. And every time, every single time, JD, it gets better. Yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho gets better for me. I see another wrinkle in Yusuke's character. He's just a kid who's never had any direction, trying to find out who he wants to be. Yep. Going through stuff, unfortunately having to be goddamn spirit detective and get thrust into Doing all this bullshit. Doing what you always say, you would be like, I wouldn't want to handle everyone's responsibility, but he's pretty much the one responsible for taking care of the spirit world. And that's kind of one of my favorite yeah. things about Yusuke, is he's not this paragon hero who... Feels the need to save the world. He's put in this situa- in these situations where he often doesn't want to get involved. Um, the Genkai tournament. He only went there because of the the stupid fighting tournament tickets that he yeah. got. 
I mean, the dark tournament. He wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna sniff the dark tournament until Tsugoro showed up and was like, Challenged "Do this, him, or I'll yeah. kill everybody you love, and then I'll kill you." Yeah, you think you're really that all that? Yeah. I put the fear of fucking God in this poor kid, man. He's being. He's constantly being pushed around by other people, whether it be justified or not, to take a path that he nece- doesn't necessarily want to take. And watching him find out who he is and who he wants to be. That's it. That's it for me, dude. Yeah. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho is perfect. Yusuke Urameshi is perfect. Good conclusion. And that's where to I it. sit. I, I couldn't give you too much shit for the last ten. You know, I'm just surprised some didn't make the list, which I gave you shit. Yeah, you I, know, I, you know, I, I I'm surprised Askeladd didn't get in there. I thought, I thought about Askeladd. I really, I really yeah. did, but um, I don't know. He he's one of the best written characters, and that's once kind again of, it's the best. Yeah, best written. But for it's you. like my favorite characters, and a lot of these characters just a lot of them just bring me joy. That's what a lot of mine's gonna be. It's like not a, it's thought behind it, but it's more of like I enjoy seeing them on screen, yeah. making me enjoy the show. And I think that's yeah. what it is. Like the the Kanas, the Dragon Maid characters of the world, the the Kaons, Like, yeah. I mean, Askeladd is better written than he, a lot. He's way yeah. more nuanced than anybody in Dragon Maid or Kaon, But like, I just I I love oh, these yeah. these characters. They they make me feel whole and wholesome and warm inside. Mm. So some of it was definitely like, yeah. Did you see what this guy went through? Holy fuck! Did but you see what I just did? Yeah, I mean, this is this is my top fifty list. Uh, well, there it is, guys. Earthworm's top fifty characters, subject to change at times. Literally subject to change by tomorrow. Um, if anybody's ever made a top characters list, I I thought it was harder to make than yeah. the top shows list. Yeah, to me, it's gonna be really. I, I gotta bump down really now. I've got like quite a bit of the characters, but now I gotta order them, and it's like fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you haven't figured it out, JD's episode is going to be next week, which will be our hundredth episode. We were gonna make a big special about it, but we thought, why not combine the two fifty overall characters? That makes a hundred. And that will be on our hundredth episode. Will be the hundred characters that we enjoy. Yeah, a little bit. Some will be the same. Yeah, a little two episode special. Wrap it up for to to celebrate a hundred episodes. Um, no. but I do want to encourage everybody to comment on my list, join the Discord, hit me up on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it's all in the show notes. Um, let me know what you thought. If 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 you know, if you're a longtime listener to the show and you're like, how the fuck didn't you put this guy on? Like like again, Kai and yeah, and us, others, give it to him. Please let me hear about it. Um, or give me shit for talking shit about certain characters from like Fruit Basket or something. You know, it's all if right. it's if it's an order. I pretty much what I'm saying is uh, no holds bars. If you want to talk about my list in any fashion, praise or or jeers, hit me up. Let's do this. If you want to post your own list, join the Discord. Mm. Post it up, baby. I would love to see. Add that in the podcast chat. You know, it's yeah. involved with the latest episode. Share your list and uh, get it going around, and we'll, we'll look at them. Especially because we got JD's top fifty coming up next week. Oh, um, yeah. I would love to see what everybody else, uh, what everybody else's top fifty is, because I know it's gonna. Christ, we're we're pretty much on the same wavelength, and I'm sure it's gonna. It's gonna be quite different. It's gonna be crazy <laughs> different, even if it's just placement. Yeah. So anyway, um, some housekeeping before we get out of here. Uh, we said it earlier, but just in case you didn't hear. Attack on Titan Weekly Reviews, extra episode talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure are out now. Um, we have Instagram, Discord, Twitter, all in the show notes. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Make sure you give us a rating on Spotify and Apple if you can. More ratings would help us get out there, guys. We want to make sure we're getting to all the listeners. Absolutely. I've actually been seeing a few more Spotify ratings come in. We appreciate it. It, yeah, it literally you. makes me feel so good when I see that the rating numbers go up and this, that people like us. It, it's... <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> it might be vain, but when people tell me that they like me and what I do, it, it feels good. So uh, we really appreciate everybody listening. If you would like to directly support us, a uh, dollar a month gets you into the Patreon. 
patreon.com slash anime brothers podcast hit it up if you are so inclined so uh jd thank you for sitting here and listening to me talk and pretty much blow out my voice no problem i've I've heard it it's crunchy um i'm gonna go make horror movie screeching sounds now (laughs) yeah and i'm gonna drink more water even though i didn't do anything yeah well you know what you were here for moral support because we all know from back in the back in the old days i hate recording alone (laughs) it's terrifying so i needed you here so thank you Thank you, listeners, for for being along for this drive, for this ride. I hope my voice didn't annoy the shit out of you. (laughs) Uh, We've been the Anime Brothers Podcast, and we will catch you all uh, next week. Bye-bye now.